Rabbi said, this Mishnah is a very, very famous Mishnah. Okay? It's a very famous Mishnah. Everybody here knows the Mishnah. Um, and I want to try to do as much as we can to try and delve into the depths of this Kavaldika Mishnah. Mishnah says like this. We're calling this, I don't know what we're calling this already. Mishnah Chav Gimel. Some people call it Chav Hey. I don't know. Whatever you call it, you call it. We're calling it Chav Gimel. That's like the Seder that we've been going until now. Everyone knows this, this Mishnah. Okay? Yehuda. No. Chav Gimel. Because different Mishnahis and different Girises have called it, yeah, different Mishnahis different ways. So, in case you're doing Chazor and you're listening to Shir during the summer and writing it down and sending it to me, this is the way it's for the Mishnah Mishnahis. Okay, here's the Mishnah I say. Yehuda ben Tema Oimeh. Yehuda ben Tema says, Hevei az kenomer. Be as strong-willed like a leopard. Vakal kenesher. And be as, literally means like as, as, as light, as fleet, as an eagle. Verots kitsvi. And be as swift as a deer. Vagibor ka'ari. And be as strong, as mighty like an iron, lion. La sois ritsoin oviha shabashamai. In order to do the rotsan Hashem. To do the will of the melech malchem lochem akodish So we have over here, a very, very important Mishnah. Very, very important Mishnah. Which I want to explain on two, on a couple of different ways, which I think is important. Um, let's, let's talk about it like this. Maybe what we'll do is, is we'll go through a couple of the traits that are singled out in the Mishnah. In other words, we, the first question that comes to mind when you learn this Mishnah is why specifically did the Mishnah pick a Nesher, a Nomer, a Tzvi and Ari. Those are the four animals that are in the Mishnah. A leopard, an eagle, a deer, and a lion. Why specifically those four? What is the, you know, the Mila? What are we trying to look up to? What are we trying to compare ourselves to? What are we trying to emulate in this Mishnah? And, and, and the ultimate goal of the Mishnah is the ultimate, is the ultimate goal of, of Yiddishkeit, of, of life in this world, which is Lasso's of last last return of Yichashabashabim is to the will of Hashem. That's why we're here. That's what we should want to do. Spoken many times, the famous Rabbi Yoyna, beginning of Parakalaf, where he says, I'm an after couple pressed, and Rabbi Yoyna says that a person should love Hashem so much, he should feel almost indebted to Hashem because he gives us so much. We just we just love Hashem. And because we love Hashem, we want to put him thin and then he mats and shake the lulav and make brachas and because I'm Muslim. Could we just love Hashem? We want to do whatever He says, right? When you love someone, you want to follow their rules. You want to obey them. You want to do whatever they need, whatever they want, whatever they're asking for, because you love them. You love your parents. You're going to want to do whatever they ask for. You love your wife. You want to do whatever she asks for. So the general idea of a relationship is the more you love someone, the more you want to help them and do whatever it is. Now, that's what we discussed by the marriage room. Here we're discussing over here specifically. Why these four character traits? What is it about them? So the first thing we have to understand is the first one in the Mishnah, which is a leopard. Okay, to be as bold as a leopard. Az Kenemer. Now it's an interesting thing. What does that mean? To be as uh, as bold as a leopard. There, there, there's something very special about a leopard that seems to have a certain amount of boldness. First of all, a leopard is never frightened away by the magnitude of who it's trying to attack. A leopard is known to attack an animal that's four times its own size. 
That means a leopard has, I guess you would call it some kind of, you know, chutzpah. It doesn't care. It's got to go. Bold. You know, you have those people that have all the self-confidence in the world. They walk into the room. You can smell their self-confidence. A leopard is a person that has, is an animal that has self-confidence. Bold. There's a certain boldness. Right? It doesn't care to go and attack an animal with four times its size. Not only that, there's something else that's bold about a leopard is that it, it, it attacks in every type of climate. That means it doesn't care if it's hot or it's freezing cold. It's irrelevant. Nothing will stand in its way. Now, that's a very important thing. Now we can understand a little bit of what's going on, of why the Mishnah is telling us to be like a leopard, specifically to do that. Because at the end of the day, the, the leopards have very, very interesting hunting techniques. They break, they're known to break the rules, and they're not put off by any obstacle. Now, just take all of the things we've just described a leopard, and there's obviously a lot more. That's why the Mishnah is telling us. We have to learn that we have to be bold. We want to serve Hashem? Don't be embarrassed. Don't be a little wuss on the side. That, oh, no, I don't know when the mincha in the airport because, like, I don't know, maybe someone's going to look at me. No, be bold about your Yiddishkeit. Be bold about your Avodah Hashem. You need to do something. Go and do it. You want to make a bracha? You want to need? A, you need a cup in the aeroplane to wash the tennis? I'm, I'm embarrassed after a cup. You're like, oh. No, you do what needs to be done. Be like a leopard. Be bold. Doesn't make a difference if it's hot or if it's cold. Don't let the climate stop you. Don't let an obstacle stop you. Just keep going. Plow ahead. That's a leopard. And that's why we are trying to emulate as much as we can a leopard in that way. And that's a very important thing. You know, people are sometimes approached to do something. Would you like to say at the Thursday night Divay Torah session speaking publicly for the boys? Which, by the way, just Agav. I, 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 you know, I've, we do Baruch Hashem, many things in Yeshiva. That's one of, one of my favorites. I pushed it, I pushed it, I pushed it when it first started. We record it now just to make a, a moment out of it. We give out food. It's a matzah. Why? Not because we're trying to fill up 6.30 to 7 on a Thursday afternoon. That's not the Pshat. Rabbi Rossi, there's no problem giving Chomishay. Rabbi Lannik, give Marialshay. We have, we have no problem. The Pshat is, is that we hold that it's so choshu for a person, number one, to learn how to speak, how to look for a Torah, how to speak publicly, how to find a Torah, to say it the right way. We find, by the way, as well, that at the beginning, when the person starts, like eh, it gets a lot better. Like, automatically, even without, we don't point out anything to him. It's not like we send him the video and say, by the way, you, you could do that better or that better. We don't do that, but naturally a person gets better. It's a very harsh thing, but a person sometimes will be approached, and he'll say, no, 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 <laughs> I, I, I don't speak publicly, I don't, I don't, I don't speak publicly, I don't have to give it to Arturo, it's not for me. One minute. Be bold like a leopard. Get up there and say, I'm going to do it. You know what? If I make a fool of myself too bad, I'll learn my lesson. It's the best lesson I'll ever learn. Because for next time I'll do it. What's that? Exactly. It'll teach you how to do it. No, you'll, you'll do it again. Because you, once you did it, you'll know how to fix yourself. I think so. Hey, who are you making us take in front of? They don't mind. Anyway, so that is, that is one idea. A person is meant to be strong, to be bold, like a leopard. Don't be put off by anything. Come up with interesting ways. Keep fighting. Keep going. Don't let anything stop you. The next part of the Mishnah told us to be as kalkanesha, as light as an eagle. Now, by the way, that's a very interesting thing because anyone that knows anything about eagles, eagles are not light animals. They're actually the most heaviest bird that exists. One of, I think there's another one, I can't remember, but one of the heaviest birds that exist is an eagle. So if that's the case, okay, so that's the case. Why are we using an eagle as the example of be as light as an eagle? Well, an eagle's not very light. So what exactly is the comparison? So the word light in the Mishnah 
is not referring to a physical weight. That's not what it means. But it means the ability to do something without getting tired. And um, if you look at the dictionary, one of the definitions of light is uh, exerting a minimum of force or pressure or requiring little effort. So one of the dictionaries, you know, when you say light, light doesn't necessarily mean a weight, but it means light to be able to ability to keep on going. Now, anyone that knows anything about eagles, and I don't expect that you do, because Baruch Hashem, you sit and learn yeshiva all day, but if you know and learn anything about eagles, you will find out that eagles have the ability to travel effortless. They can keep on going and keep on going. In fact, sometimes an eagle will reach up to 8,000 feet disappearing into the cloud, it can then glide through the air without even having to move its wings even once. That eagle has the ability just to be very light, just keep on going. So I think the idea of being as light as an eagle means that yes, in life there are tiring times, there are difficulties, there are challenges, but never be tired out. Keep on going, keep on pushing. Don't say, oh, I can't, I can't do this, I'm tired, I'm finished, I'm done. No, be as light as an eagle and have the ability to be able to take on new projects, complete challenges. You'll get through many, many places if you have that Gavaldiga uh, Mida. And then we also say, well, a person should be Rotskitsvi, right? A person should be be as swift as a deer, which is also very interesting as well. Because sometimes uh, we know that the, the, the deer is hunted by many, many of the other animals, predators that are running after it. In order to escape, for example, the lion or the leopard, it has to run very, very fast, right? It has to go as fast as it can. It can't even afford to stop and think. It has to put all its energy into the running because if it stops for a moment and hesitates, probably it means it's going to die. And therefore, the missionary is telling us, keep things going. Just sometimes we think, now it's important to think and it's crucial at times to think. But sometimes thinking can make things into even worse. You think too deeply, you're thinking in the wrong way. Sometimes you have a project, you want to do something? Go, just do it. Go, 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 go. Run. You want to finish a masachta? Go for it. I can't. Just go, 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 go. It's the most, it's the greatest feeling in the entire world. And of course, the last part of the Mishnah, which is Gibor Kari, which is to be as mighty, as strong as a lion, of course, means that a person needs a strength to be able to do that. And a lion teaches us that we can have the ability to take matters and complete them in that case. Because the Torah tells us that a lion doesn't lie down until it eats its prey and drinks the blood of the one that it actually killed, right? And therefore, the Torah uses the lion as the metaphor, as the marshal for completing the task. And that's the chat in the Mishnah. Be as mighty as a lion with the strength to complete the task that you set out to complete. Never give up. Don't be challenged by obstacles. Keep running. Be light. And just be as strong as a lion so you have the ability to be able to complete all of the projects that you want to do. That's one Mahalach in the Mishnah. To finish off with one last idea in the Mishnah as well is very interesting. And that is the Mepharshim point out that the qualities listed in the Mishnah are not specifically positive. For example, without going through all of them, what's the first example in the Mishnah? Be az kanomer, which we translated as be strong-willed like a leopard. But az can also mean arrogant, right? Kal can also be a certain, certain callous roish, messing around like it. So what the, what's Pshat Asim Afarashim? Why the Mishnah specifically used the shyness that can be taken both ways. 
Rather tell us something that can be only taken in the positive. And the answer, say the Mephoshim is, is that the Mishnah is telling us that every quality in the world can be taken in both ways. Anyone that learns Orch HaSadikim Yai will notice this tremendously. Look at Nagdamat Orch HaSadikim. Every Mida that we have, every character trait that we have, that we possess, can be taken in both ways. It's up to us to use it in the positive. And the Mishnah is telling us exactly that. The Mishnah is telling us that at the end of the day, we all have tremendous positive, wonderful quality traits. But they can also be used to the negative. The Mishnah is telling us, make sure you push them, you direct them, you tilt them to the direction of the positive. Use them for the good. Use your qualities. And if you do all of what we've said by this Mishnah, you'll get to the ultimate, which is Lassus with Soinavicha Shabbat Shamayim. You will eventually be able to complete your mission on this world to do Hashem's will, which is the greatest thing that you can possibly do if it's Hashem tomorrow, the next mission.